special episode today uh, first of all the man are not with me uh, <laughs> Damon's on his way down uh, Lee's working I believe tonight and Femi's somewhere doing some film shit Femi's always shooting a film or doing some film kind of stuff so I'm in the studio I'm on my own at the moment well not on my own I'm gonna let you know exactly who we've got in the studio with me at the moment but before I do let me just let me everybody know don't forget uh, May 22nd we are coming to Birmingham we're at the Glee Club for Cut the Chat Live yeah Cut the Chat Live coming to the Glee Club in Birmingham it's gonna be absolutely crazy we have got Daps on the maps he's gonna pass through and also Despot so make sure you get your tickets at eventbrite.co.uk uh, we are gonna have loads of conversation loads of jokes loads of banner loads of laughs so make sure you get your tickets eventbrite.co.uk Cut the Chat live in Birmingham for the second time can't wait right so um, Damon will be here soon but let me let you guys know who we got in the studio right now got a legend am I allowed to call you a legend can I call you a legend <laughs> of course <sir>. a legend <laughs> um, <laughs> this guy doesn't even know I met this guy in 2008 I'm going to tell him where I met him in 2008 uh, but I've got Basie from TOK in the studio what's yes, going sir. on sir well, how are you doing well, well, go on. you good yeah I'm great what brings you to the UK this time around bro uh, promoting my new EP Better Must Come you know it's, it's out in stores now and um, I have a Europe tour lined up, so definitely have to stop in the UK. No, UK is like my second home, so yeah. I have to stop here and um, get the whole promotion going and make some more recordings and just connect with the family, you know what I mean? For for the people that may not have connected the dots, you're yeah. you're the based one from... I'm the, my crew. My crew, my dogs. My dogs. Yeah. That is you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that still buns down raves to this day? Yo, that's why I hear, you know, <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> like, I can play that, I can play, and the thing is, I can play that anywhere in the UK, any crowd, white, black, pink, green, yeah, it's, yeah, it's an anthem, it's an it, official it, anthem. Did you guys know that you had that anthem in the back? Like, when you did it, did you know what it was going to do? I didn't know, but um, other members in the group, Flex was like, yeah, this is a sure hit. And I was like, but I've been making, I was making songs before, and some of the songs that you expected to be huge hits didn't become right. huge hits, so I wasn't really getting too excited, but... When it came out, when I saw like um, the political parties in Jamaica start using it in them campaign wow. and you know the controversy around the record, I was yeah. like, All right, this is really something that's gonna be huge. And it just kept on growing from strength to strength till it became the title track for the album "My Crew, My Dogs." So. How, how old is that? You know, um, that came out probably around two thousand or two thousand one, so yeah. probably like fifteen, sixteen years old. I, I would say the world is very different now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then. liberal. Yeah, yes. I mean, is, <laughs> are you surprised that it still it still does damage to this day? Um, is that surprising? Like no, that it hasn't fizzled away or gone away? It's, no, no, really and truly, no. Like that was one of the times when I learned about like spiritual thing behind music. The beat actually. Like moves people even if you like it can move the paralyzed right. that beat you know what I mean and then the melodies that the group is carrying it kind of just gets into your subconscious so I, after that record is when I've really realized that music in general can you know is like more is it's a universal language yeah. you know what I mean and I'm not surprised at anything with that record anymore did, did the controversy ever put you off either performing it or did you ever at any point think oh you know what maybe we shouldn't have made this tune here no I've never thought that we shouldn't have made a song but we don't perform the song we haven't performed the song in almost you know you don't perform it no 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 
wow. and performed it in like I mean I think that was a decision that was very hard to make but I think mm. that's what made TOK survive and really grow as opposed to other artists that kind of got um, locked down you know yeah. because what we wanted to do was show the world work between two two decisions like one you want to stay true to your music and you know your artist expression and your freedom of speech but at the same time we didn't want it to be that this one song is what defines you, you right, know? and right, there's right. so much more to us than any one song or any one topic or any mm-hmm. one style of music um, so it was a really tough decision for us but we realized that the European Union Especially Germany mm. had real issues with the record because of the fire connotation with it. And post World War Two, they have legislation against um, fire. So when they interpret the song on a literal uh, level, because okay. we know in Jamaica when we say "burn a fire," we just mean we disapprove. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. not like literally lighting people a fire. Yeah. But when they heard the song and they translated it, it was very offensive to them, and they put it in a thing not only. Like, you have X-rated mu- music and you have band music that's in the index. Like, it cannot be played ever. It's like inciting hate. And that's where they put that album. So for us, we had to really make a decision. Do you want to be known as a group that inside hate, even though you know that's not what you really meant? Or is it that you want to move on and grow? And so, like, songs like Footprints actually came and became music that showed people that we have a positive side to the yeah. brand. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, it was a decision we made. So I was saying that you probably won't remember when I met you. I met you um, in 2008 uh, at Big Yard Studio. Yeah? Yeah. I was there. Um, oh, my, the Damon's here. We're going to let him in. But yeah, I was there for Sumfest. Mm-hmm. I went over to, with MTV to record a program okay. uh, for Reggae Sumfest. And I, it was amazing for me just to see all the dancehall artists that I listened to day in, day out, just pass through that. that. Can you talk, talk to us about Big Yard Studio? Big Yard Studio is like, like, um, it's like the, uh, like that Liverpool station, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the hub, you know, it's like the hub for dancehall. No, you know, there are other studios, but definitely the owner of Big, Big Yard Studios. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you were, so you were saying Big Yard Studio. It's like the hub, yeah. It's, it's really, um, started by a bridging called Robert Livingston. I mean, if you know your dance hall history, he's the one who put, like, Shaggy on the map with some smash hits, but even before that with Supercat. So when you talk about crossover music, he's one of the three names that you mentioned as managers. And he um, he could have, I think he could have, um, you know, took that money and went elsewhere, but him bring it back to Jamaica and started this real high-class studio. And um, it just feel comfortable because I have so much love for the artist, so... You go there any random day and you see, you know, bass. It was mad. Yeah, yeah. We're just there chilling. And, like, that's where I recorded most of my music for the EP as well, you know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a place where I feel comfortable to make music. Not just hang out, but make music. It was insane. I was in the courtyard and I think you man pulled up. Yeah. Then um, they told me to go into the re- the, re- the rehearsal studio. Yeah, yeah. And Beanie Man was in there rehearsing yeah. for his summer some first um, performance. Yeah. It was insane. It was just it was it was mad. It yeah. was mad. I gotta be honest. I went to so I w- I had a, the opportunity to go to Jamaica in two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Damon's just walked through the door, by the way. <laughs> um, I had the opportunity to go to Jamaica in two thousand and eight to film this program for MTV. Yeah. And I'm not Jamaican. My mum's Ghanaian. My my dad sent Lucian. Okay, cool. I just saw I've never, Yeah, I've never been out, I've never been to the West Indies before this trip. Okay. And the first thing I thought was, I don't think I'm gonna like Jamaica. Yeah. And I, I always say this, yeah. I feel like the Jamaica I'm gonna, this is a controversial statement. <laughs> I feel like the Jamaicans in the UK 
mm-hmm. gives the Jamaicans in Jamaica a very bad name. I think in, I think it's vice versa for the Jamaicans in, in, in at home as well. I Re- think. Really? Yeah, I would think that in Jamaica we feel like. Um, well, not all, but they have some that make it harder for others to get through, you know, like right. people getting them visas or whatever. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think some locals in Jamaica think that. Damon, as a Jamaican, how do you feel about that statement I've just made there? <laughs> well, firstly, <laughs> let me just say, yeah. I've been in this studio for 13 seconds. <laughs> I'm high already. <laughs> He bought the real thing. <laughs> the real thing. The one to the thing. door was closed so tightly. Feel shut. Um, right, yeah. All right. What's going on, everyone? Um. So, what do I think of what? Yeah. No. Basically, I'm saying I felt like I genuinely felt like when I went to Jamaica, I felt like I was gonna. I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it because I felt like the Jamaicans in this country oh. were a reflection of what Jamaica was gonna be. No, like. they're not. But but I get it. But they're really not. No, I know, but I get it, and it makes sense because the Jamaicans that have come from Jamaica, Jamaica's fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jamaica's fun. If you haven't got no money, you can still have fun. Yeah, yeah, that's if you've true. got, you understand, that's you true. can still. That's true. When I was there, I was in. Uh, my family stayed in a place called Anata Bay, mm-hmm. and then my uncle's got a farm in Sligoville. Mm-hmm. All of these places, it's just fun yeah man you understand the beach is in Anata Bay we were hunting for crabs mm-hmm. up on the farm like my uncle just killed a goat quickly yeah. <laughs> best curry goat I've eaten in my <laughs> life no lie it's just fun it's just it's just fun but when I'm assuming when they come over here yeah. like this, this country is not fun you know no, no. <laughs> like, like the, the, the dream isn't real <laughs> like it's not and then obviously you, you've kind of you're in a foreign place you got to let people know I'm not a dickhead, innit? I'm not that guy to, to you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got to try and... Put on, yeah. Yeah, give yeah. that persona, no, like... Some, like, you go into the West Indian food shop, yeah? And it come like, you're like... Like, they're doing you the ultimate <laughs> thing. Like, you're not going to pay for the food. Like, you know, the, the, the customer service is so bad. Like, angry for no... I didn't do, I just walked in and said, can I get a pay? That's it. Yeah, yeah. but then, as I said, I get it. Because this is the thing, yeah? Okay, so you've come over <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're here and you're doing your thing and you made some money and you're like, you know what? Let me open up a yard food shop, innit? Yeah, yeah. So you open up a yard food shop. Yeah. You want your sister or your aunt to come over with the real recipe and cook the real food. Mm-hmm. So you just gas her. You just tell her, yes, come to It's the one. Land. You see when she lands and you give her the gas and you take her to a couple of tusha beans. It's like, yeah. You see, after about six months... Of working in reality, that kitchen. Reality. reality. You understand? Kitchen. Getting up at crack of dawn, coming from your house, the in weather. the darkness, in the cold and the, the rain. The cold weather. Going to the place, seasoning food from like five, six o'clock in the morning. You see, by the time I walk in at 6.30 in the evening, yeah. you don't want to chat to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You understand? Like, that's the reality. You don't want to chat to me. Why do you want to chat to me? <laughs> you don't care what I want, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just sitting there thinking, I want the food to run out so I can go home, innit? For yeah, real. Yeah. That's all. I didn't look at it that way, but that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's reality. It sounds like the reality. Yeah. Yeah, it does. The reality kicks. Because, I, like I said, I, I like Jamaica was probably one of my favourite places to visit ever. Mm. And, I, and I, did, I wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it. I, there was a couple scary moments. <laughs> but... Fun, scary moments. They took me to... Um, you know what's funny? This is on the internet somewhere. You guys can go look for this. They took me to Asylum. 
Yeah. In, in, that's in Kingston, right? Yeah, Asylum is no more, but... It, no way, that's gone. No, Asylum gone. It, well, actually, Chris Gale owns the same... Has a, a spot in the same space, yeah. and it's his um, sports lounge. Yeah, so Asylum is a night, was a nightclub in Kingston, and we went on ladies' A night. legendary nightclub. Legendary nightclub, so... <laughs> couple of things happened at an asylum for me so first of all there was like an open mic and somebody got on the stage and was like <laughs> started talking about how he likes white girls or something like that and I saw like eight bottles go after him and, like, oh my God. and then like I'm there with the MTV cameras innit? and they're like oh we want you to go on stage and do something for the for the programme innit yeah. so I was like no I don't want to do nothing just, like, just let me just like film me dancing or something like, no no I want you to do something for the stage so I've gone on the stage and the host as told the crowd the late all the ladies like yeah i'm out there looking for a wife oh and set you up yeah he set me up man <laughs> and at the time i don't know if you guys were going through this kind of epidemic of the fluffy ladies oh yeah miss kitty <laughs> yeah there was yeah. a lot of yeah. you know about the, you know about the fluffy ladies now yeah it's like the kind of roundish the big, big ladies women. yeah and oh, that was the in thing that was the in thing you still right. win you, you guys still into that I don't know if there's a war between well Miss Miss Fluffy or Miss Kitty yeah. has last week no. Oh she has? Yeah, no, it's like um beef with her and the next one. So it's it fluctuates, you know, woman thing is okay. kinda like um seasonal, you know. <laughs> yeah. Seasonal, you know. Um I saw this I saw this popcorn video today, I gotta talk to you about it, man. Which one? Alright, so uh, you you ain't seen this? No. Okay, so basically, Popcorn was uh, performing in Grenada, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's, he's performing, he's doing his thing. He's obviously one of the biggest dance artists in, in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a fan jumps on the stage. Mm-hmm. And the police kind of try to escort the fan off stage, but they're a bit rough with her. So Popcorn's like, no, no, don't be so rough with the, with, with, with the fan. And um, the policeman goes to like, push off popcorn popcorn kind of just brushes his hand away yeah so then um popcorn finishes the set he gets in the car and then tutus the police come and arrest him oh. drag him out of the car and arrest him just for just for touching the policeman like that okay now you was talking about controversy like that yeah, you've yeah. had that performing have you guys ever had anything where because i know at certain stage shows in, in jamaica mm. if you say bad language or if you if you send for other artists yeah I've, have you guys been involved I've in any of that few times and on stage, yeah, I'm getting at some little beef, but um, locally in Jamaica, not, yeah. not necessarily abroad. No, it never happened to me abroad. What, what is it you can't say on stage in Jamaica? You can't say any expletive, nothing, no, no, at no, any no. show. No, I mean, you can technically if it's like a dance in the streets, you know, I mean, it's not like you're going to be regulated or controlled, but definitely if you're on a big concert like some fest, you can't yeah. go some fest and bumble or ah, but see, like, see, I was gonna get into <laughs> that because there's certain things that you say over here, yeah, and certain people won't under, they don't even know, yeah, because a foreign language is like a it's 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 not local language, yeah, right? so they yeah. like, yeah. so you can't even you can't say blood fire. Yeah. No, none of that. You can't. Bloodfire, yeah, bloodfire, but you can't say blood clot. You can't, you can't say. say that. No, but I swear, like I used to watch them sting tapes back in the like nineties, and they were going in. They were saying everything. Yeah, it became song. more and more. I think with cartel and some of this coming out, it just became 
um, more regulated. I think when Cartel kicked down Ninja Man, that was a pivotal point for dancehall. Yeah. Like the police, them really. See, that's that's a liberty because Ninja Man's far too old. You can't be kicking him down. How old yeah. is he? Like sixty or seventy? <laughs> yeah, Ninja Man him up there. <laughs> <laughs> can't kick down. That man is legend. You can't kick down. Man. Like that. that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was one of the moments where everything got kind of clamped down, and they started to come to all the concerts with army and them thing there. You know what I mean? So, with the army? Yeah, yeah, my dad parted and them come on the beach with the whole army. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you like, they are so um, come in this country, so like the whole army, helicopter, everything, everybody gets searched by the whole beach. Wow. Like, I'm over at the party too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's crazy. Can I, when Ace told me that, that we've got you blessing the studio today, there's a couple of things that have come to mind that I need to discuss with you. Yeah. Because it's... I don't like... It's, it's something that's been bothering my soul. Mm. And I understand that it, it's part of the culture. But you see the dancing thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the dancing and, and, and... The whole dancehall vibe and the whole culture of dancehall, you know, it's, it's very expressive. Yeah. And that's just welcomed. Yeah. But then... Certain people have taken the dancing to a next level. Mm-hmm. You understand? The whole jumping off of speaker boxes and <laughs> yeah. landing on man. It's like yeah. a circus. And thing. it's like, yeah. right, okay. I get it. I don't understand <laughs> it, but I get it. I don't get and it. Then, and I, don't, then, I actually don't get but it. But then it, it went on to, I see a woman dancing in a shabins with a cat. That was on the internet. Just a random cat. She's, a, she's got a cat in her hand. She's dancing up and down. But then the more worrying thing is, is the breeze block thing. What's I going saw on? that. That was like, what's what? going on? Did you what? see that? What? No, that's a breeze uh, there's block. A woman. You haven't seen it? You gotta, no. We gotta find a video for you. The woman's nah. dancing with a breeze block, and she's kind of like she's just daggering the she's yeah. daggering the the breeze block. <laughs> In the middle, like for no reason, it was just very strange to me. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I understand and I agree with you actually. I, like, yeah, I agree with you. It's like a lot of circus kind of component getting on the music now. And, but the question is, as a radio, D, as a DJ, yeah. do you play the, the yes, music? I That's the point. That. I play all of that. That is the point. <laughs> so I believe in Ace. But you know what This is your hundred percent. I definitely no, I'm not blaming, but yeah. I'm just saying. It's just a wave in music where you know if you are not that you just have to do your thing and just counter it. You know what I mean? That's how chronic's busting you know, up because there was just always bad man things, uh, positivity commerce. You know, it's just a pendulum swing. So, I mean, if there's circus that come into the thing, then I I'm not going down that road with you. So you know, I just have to do my music and just you know what I mean. Were you playing it? No, I'm playing it. But you know, in the UK, we we don't do them things where jumping. Like, if you jump off a speaker in a club, you're going you're you're getting outside the club. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the bouncers yeah, coming. Yeah, to yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 a madness. It's it's nuts. But yeah, um, yeah what, we them videos are always shared everywhere. That's like, the point. You see them like video the, the like. whole weirdness of it. Uh, the more bizarre, it's like yeah. a bizarre thing. You are, you know what? You are right. The fact that you used the word circus. Yeah, it and it circus. isn't. I'm pretty sure it's not every dance or rave or whatever it's probably just the, the, the extremes well like honestly speaking as a youth we go to dance all them in a Jamaica and every party I do see that the people are enjoying that that yeah. it's there it's a part of dance or culture yeah. you know what I mean but it's just it's how you balance it out now when I think like the radio man them and me that you have to balance it out so you show some of that but you balance it out with the thing or else people are going to believe you have the power to make the people 
make a choice, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to just sit that alone and think so that is all there is to it. I mean, when I was in Guyana the other day, they said they like, they don't have favorite artists, they have favorite music of a specific time, right? So, them so basically, like, 2004 it was um, Footprints and that, so it was, it was not like T.O.K. is them ultimate artists, or Sizzler is when this album came out. And them said then Dancer came to an instructional time. And he just want to tell with everything for do and everywhere for go. So it's just a balance. If it's not balance out, then that's what going to happen. What was you must have seen over over your years? You must have seen something insane. What's one of the maddest things you've seen on the road? On the road, yeah, like because you, you must like you you guys were to, like together twenty some odd years. Yeah, you, you you've performed everywhere across the world. What are some of the crazy things you've seen? I mean, with TOK or just yeah, in general? With TOK. Um, like, everything was just always crazy. I don't know if to describe it, but, you know, it's... it's I don't know. It, for me, it wasn't even, like, the crazy moments that stand out to me. It was just the monumental moments, mm. you know? So it's, like, the first time we got Africa, I really see. Like, the, we have a stage, and we have a barrier, and people break down the barrier, and the police come and kick down the woman. You know what I mean? Like, at them deal with each other based on post-colonial meds right you know what i mean and it was one of those moments where i was like well again like it's a popcorn i have to stop the music and say yo you yeah, know you know yeah and bring yeah. her backstage mm-hmm. and thing so those moments are like when you when you go you know the first time at the football match in in jamaica you see the prime minister themselves people are singing music you know it's like all right cool <laughs> you know what i mean this i can get used to this you know so it's those moments but i never really have crazy you have crazy moments like you know girl that show up thing on stage or you know hotel uh kind yeah, of stuff but i'm not really going into <laughs> hey! and i wouldn't really go there you know what I mean? cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah it's a, it was a journey it was a trip you know what i mean you know popcorn has been in in like the, on the internet a lot recently he was he the, the drake thing yeah, so I, I like, saw a glimpse of that. So yeah. Drake took him off a verse. Yeah, so Drake, he was originally on the, on the Drake track. Yeah. Uh, contro- was it Controller? Con- controller? Controller. Controller. And then the album comes out and Beanie Man's on it. Yeah. I felt <laughs> bad for him, man. You feel bad for him. Like, well, you're on a Drake album and then and it comes out and then you're just not on it. But Saturn must have popped off. I don't think so. Why? Saturn I don't know. Have... I feel like Drake just changed his mind. Do you know what's funny, though? Like, I love Beanie Man, but I think the version with Beanie Man just sounds weird. It sounds like the DJ's mixing it wrong or something. It just doesn't drop as well as, as the popcorn did. Uh, well, I don't understand how you could have taken off popcorn and, and brought on Beanie Man because I haven't heard his name mentioned for a good how long until now. <laughs> really? So it doesn't yeah. make no sense. So what do you think happened there? What, I mean, you're in the industry, basically. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, because you must have known you must this, know. has happened, this happened nah, regularly. Nah. Yeah, I see that with enough people in the past but you're really and truly sometimes it's beyond even the artist sometimes it's like the management you know what I mean? Sometimes it, you could not even Drake himself made that decision as a producer, as a yeah. politics of something, you know. But the thing about it is, if I was Popcorn, I wouldn't really even be concerned about that because him get controversy out of him get attention out of it. But more importantly, Drake did enough things to support him in the past. Drake yeah. and I'm video, Drake always opposed him and them things. So if you're not in this one, it's not like you can flip it now and say, oh, fuck you. That, that's not really necessary. It's just yeah. like. All right, next time we we'll come kill the next album. Anyway, do you feel like I've heard someone say earlier today that Drake 
takes advantage of different cultures. Like he's very over here at the moment in the UK. Yeah. He's, he's linking up with a lot of UK man and whatnot. Yeah. I see him do it with dancehall a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's doing it with the Afrobeats artists mm. as well. I mean, is, do you think that's genuine or do you just think that he wants everyone's market? I think it's both. I think him genuinely is a, him come from Toronto, right? So yeah, it's like a melting yeah. pot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think him, him really want to be a global brand. So mm. him, that's, him, that's his strategy. And, Nothing wrong with that. Working. Yeah. And the thing, at the end of the day, it sounds like I'm really vibing it. You know what I mean? It does sound fake to me, whoever whoever write for him or whatever. You know what I mean? So I was listening to it. Have you heard his uh, Zane Lowe interview? No. He's like, his patois coming though. <laughs> it's like, it's like, for years. It's, it's, been... it's, it's, like, it's yeah. like, it's just seeping through. I'm like, go on, Drake. Well, I, I think I saw a little snippet on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I think with him, yeah. Yeah, you can like other cultures and other genres of music mm-hmm. and once you land in that that zone well, I do the same thing really yeah then you're, right. you're going to want you go, you're going to want to link up with the hottest person and, and do a little something with them honestly works, that's the same works. that's the same strategy with me because like I'll be here now last time I was here was 2012 I'm going to do the song with, with Doctor a song named Flo yeah, and Doctor yeah and yeah. it play up and it end up on the Need for Speed New game, mm. you know what I mean, which is not a lot of dancer artists have the oh, music wow. and okay. video game, and that's just me coming here four years ago and just make some music, yeah. you know what I mean, and then I do the same thing in in Panama right now. I have a song I jump off with the biggest Panamanian artist over there named Lana, song named Love You. We do over there, I'm gonna do like a Spanish night and spice yeah, yeah, it up yeah, yeah. and whatever. And it's just that you have to keep on moving, and then I go Europe now, so. It's part of the whole strategy, if you want. It's a global, global world. Global world is double mean, but yeah, it's always a global. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, so when you do that, do you, do you get do you get some of your hardcore fans turning around and saying like you're selling out and you're, you know, you're you're kind of. Yeah. I mean, you have to lose some. You can't. You can't. It's like politics now with Donald Trump and whatever. You have to lose some people for for moving up, but you have to know what the critical mass is, mm-hmm. the good amount where you need. And I don't feel like you lose those because those people going with you and a drink kind of like your vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's where the game is right now. It's not necessarily trying to fit in a genre, but build your vibe and build people follow your vibe. And and I think that is the most important thing. And that's the most lasting thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, you're good on social media. Yeah, decent. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it is it, you finding that's really important? And because I know, like, like, yeah, you, you, we're not all coming from an era when social media was. Yeah, I've about, been through you know a roller coaster. <laughs> I can tell you, I've been there before MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> hey. it's serious. And, and it's a thing where you have yeah. to learn where is like the point of entry. So when something new coming, if you don't jump at it when it moving. And get caught in the last part, right. right? You lose out, and that's why we reached with Facebook for a long time because Facebook come out after Footprints. You know what I mean? When it was MySpace, mm. you know what I mean. So when we catch Facebook, is like we have to reintroduce them to the new music and, yeah. and you know connect the dots. You know what I mean? So it's important. So yeah, Instagram, the old Snapchat, and yeah. I mean Periscope. You know, I think Periscope is well. <laughs> not. We're not really on the Periscope too tough. It hasn't. It hasn't popped it hasn't over popped, here. Yeah, it hasn't really popped off too, nah. too, too, too well. I don't know if it will. To be fair, yeah. live streaming. I think it can work. Yeah, but for what though? Apparently, like, Facebook's trying to squash Periscope because they got Facebook Live now as well. Yeah, they, what, they were they were gonna buy they were gonna buy a yeah, Periscope. Facebook is basically control all the social yeah, yeah. media. Facebook were gonna yeah. buy a Periscope, mm-hmm. and it was like, nah, fuck it, let's just make our own thing. Yeah, because I saw something on there. Where it was, I was watching something live. I think I was watching like a, a race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some like car racing live on Facebook in Australia live, and I'm yeah. like, okay, this is what you're doing now. There's a bad side to social media though as well. Yeah. I mean, like 
sometimes things go wrong on social media for artists. Has that ever happened to you where you might have put something out there that you probably shouldn't have? Or are you, are you, because I'm careful. Like, I'll, Every, write, I'll start writing at some point. No, I'll start writing something and then just start, I'll be like, no, I can't say that. Delete it. I'm too, I'm almost too careful with social media. Yeah, but you are, but you're not on social media anyway, like that. <laughs> no, but that's like, why, though. Like, you know what's funny? You're I'm slacking. I'm on there, yeah. Like, I'm watching it, but I don't contribute because I'm... A lot of people disengage no more yeah. than one time. This thing, that's the next thing within the cycle of it, you know, when it just starts out novelty as opposed to afterwards, like, oh, yeah, every day. So it starts trickling down to, like, once every two days. But I'm finding that on my, on my timeline, I'm just seeing the same things. Yeah. So... Yeah, someone's put up a video and then somebody else has put up a video and by the time I've literally just scrolled down with the thumb I've seen the same thing over yeah, and over yeah, again yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was saying to these look that it is starting to get on my nerves yeah, like there's yeah. nothing more there's nothing really original no more so I'm kind of more on a Snapchat yeah, yeah. where it's it's you live yeah, 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 you, yeah. you can't take what he's just done or yeah, what he's yeah. seen it's, it's you live and I'm kind of I'm kind of on that now but I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know. It is. It is kind of draining me. <laughs> it is. It is. It is starting to drain me a bit. Well, I mean, look on when Prince um, the Prince pa- passed away. You know, rest, rest in peace. It's like that was over the whole. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing, like you know. But it's done now already. Yeah. And when was that? Like a week and a half ago. <laughs> that that was that that was a week. Yeah. A week Yo, and a half. Right, but do you remember how long? We were mourning when Mike. Died. Mike, yeah, but that was like I felt like six months. Yeah, but like, you know what's funny about with Michael Jackson right. passed away. I don't know what social media was about, mm-hmm. but I saw it on the news. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it was phone calls. Yeah, yeah, it was phone calls or text messages like, "Yo, My Mike's God. dead," you know. <laughs> And then it was like, one second, I'm going to ring you back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what they was going to do, but they're going to ring Mike himself. <laughs> no, Mike, you're dead. You're like, but it was that, and it was text messages and phone calls. Now, I found out that Tupac's mum passed that, away. On, on, yeah? Just a random thing. Afina, Afina, she called this guy. Yeah. A couple of days ago. How old was she? 69. But then the main thing that I saw about that was... People was more talking about she was earning something like ninety, was it nine hundred yeah. bags a year or something? I was like nine, from nine hundred thousand a month or something, something crazy, something like that. stupid that was, didn't make yeah, no people sense. People were talking about how much money she made rather than raw, like that someone, actually, someone, yeah. a legend's mum yeah, just that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. even what she did, like she was a Black Panther, and yeah, yeah, she yeah, had, yeah, the, she, yeah. you know, she, what I mean, she, she, she went on murder charge while carrying two pack yeah. in jail, you know. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. And she she bust the case without no lawyer, you know. Yeah. And I should come out of jail to pop you know. Yeah, so yeah. her whole fight with the establishment yeah. is yeah. why she's carrying Tupac. You know? Her story is amazing. And that's how Tupac come out that way. That's yeah. why Tupac was such a rebel. Can mm-hmm. have them carry that energy there from when she and she carry him. It's him plus Black Panther. You know what I mean? So you see, so you see with you see with music, yeah, because we have these conversations in the shop all the time. Mm-hmm. I was talking about Drake. And somebody said, ah, oh, do you like Drake? Do, you, do I like Drake's new album? I said, I like Drake's new album. We even had the conversation with Ace the other day. But it's not like a, a major piece of work. It's not groundbreaking. And then I, and then I realised Drake's not a rapper. He's a hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. The whole singing, rapping thing. Mm-hmm. And then I realised the amount of stuff that artists need to do nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so he's forever on social media. Yeah. You're forever travelling the world. 
you're forever producing music. So you're you're either doing a mixtape or you're on yeah. somebody's rhythm. You're doing or a little doing, piece of controversy. You're, you're, you're doing something. Yeah, yeah. Then something pops up. So, so there's never a time where you're not doing that. Whereas artists 10 years ago, you would work, put out an album and just kick back for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then you put out another... So for that two years that no one's seen you, you've been working. Whereas now artists... I don't think they give themselves enough time to produce a quality piece of work. And mm-hmm. I don't find anything wrong with Drake's work, but also something like hip hop is rap. It's forever changing. Yeah. You know, reggae music is reggae music. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It's reggae music. <laughs> you man talking about love. You talk about weed. You talk <laughs> about, you understand, but that's it. It doesn't, you know, the sound doesn't... You see, like, hip-hop now. Yeah. You see this whole future stuff and all of that? I can't get down with. It's not... You understand? You listen to that and you listen to, like, Ice Cube or... No, or Tupac or not. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's constantly moving. But I, I just think... I think... I feel, you know what, though? I feel like... Like, reggae and dance-wise, I've had... I like... Because... The, I thought you used to think that the rate that you guys used to put music out was amazing. Because they'd, they'd have to put a song out on every rhythm that came out. So if the producer made the beat, then you guys would just... Like, how often yeah. were you in the studio? Yeah, like, yeah, always. always. <laughs> like every day. Always, yeah. Every day doing like two, three songs. You know what I mean? Like, I just did a song today. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> today. Yeah, I have two more to the tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, we make music all the time. How competitive was it? Because obviously, like, you... For instance, like, the footprints, which yeah. arguably your, like your biggest tune, yeah. was on the drop leaf rhythm. Yeah, loads of artists had tunes on the drop leaf rhythm. You yeah. guys had the biggest tune on the drop leaf rhythm. Yeah, yeah. What, did you go out saying, "Look, we got to murder everybody else on this tune," or is it like no? You know, most of the story with TOK is most of the songs that hit for us huge are always on the second batch of a beat, like Eagles Cry, Enough Boy I Pose Like a Shatter. Yeah. That was in the second batch with Bounty anytime. You know what I mean? Right, and that bus would be like, who are these guys coming from left field? Yeah. yeah um, with the drop leaf rhythm, the first batch had already come out. We uh, we came up with the song Alex and myself was in the studio. Alex sang the hook um in the day and we left and we went on tour. And by the time we come back, the rhythm was shelling the place. Mm-hmm. Sizzler, the Jack Cure was killing the place. And Alex said, Yo, because it, well, the song is really about his brother passing. And so when we sang the song, eventually we went to the studio and sang it and it came out like six months after everything else. And then it just ignited on its own, you know what I mean? That was August 2004. And by Christmas 2004, it was the biggest song in Jamaica. We just shot the video and it just, asylum, it was in asylum. So it's like really and truly, I said that to say, we always find our own lane. It's our, we are always underrated, to be honest. We've always been underrated. Every time we come out, it's like, whoa. That is the story of TOK. Every time we come out on the second batch, it's like, we always turn up big. Um, and I can name a few more songs. But yeah, that's been the history, you know what I mean? Uh, right, I know you got to get out of here soon. I just wanted to ask quickly, because Damon put this... We got a WhatsApp group, and you put this picture in the WhatsApp group earlier. And it was... Uh... Well, you know what? <laughs> let's, let's, let's intro this properly. All right, go for it. Because this whole... There was a point in life where the big batty gal <laughs> wasn't the thing. When? I don't... I don't no, in that. our culture... Nah. No, listen, well, in, in Britain, our in culture, Britain. it was. Okay, like... You understand? Yeah, in in yeah. our culture, in the African-Caribbean culture, yeah, okay, it was. Okay. It always but was. Around the world, yeah. the big batty gal, obviously, Sir Mix-a-Lot, 
back in 94 yeah, or something was like yeah. you understand <laughs> so in, in our culture yeah yeah but it wasn't really and then it wasn't I like think, vogue or yeah Polo, and then right. i think obviously the introduction of the caribbean and the african food around the world certain gal <laughs> eating this food and see shapes start <laughs> landing all of that and then the big batty gal started to become appreciated but oh, now certain gal are taking it to the point where they're faking the big batty thing and they're the imp- it started off with the implants yeah. and then now women are doing a cosmetic surgery where they're taking fat from their midsection and putting it in their, their bottom and stuff and um, we saw a picture today I'm going to show you this picture of, of Nicki Minaj who openly you know admits that, she a- admits that she has cosmetic surgery but has she though? I'm pretty sure, I'm sure she has. I think she, I don't know if she's openly admitted. I just feel like she knows that everybody knows so she hasn't denied it. But then this picture got leaked. Well, not leaked, it's just out there of Nicki Minaj and her bottom implants sliding down. Not cooperating with the rest of her body <laughs> when she decided to sit down doing a performance on stage. Did we, we spoke about this recently, innit? Nah, we haven't spoken. Because I, I feel like we had a question was like, I think I asked Femi. Femi said, was like, have you. Maybe this was off mic. I might have got Femi in trouble with this, but hey. Um, and I was like, oh, have you ever felt a fake bottom? I'm sure we... I we think this yeah, does yeah, sound yeah. familiar, but... What does a fake bottom feel like? You see... You see <laughs> and, and especially coming from a land where, the where women are voluptuous and it's yeah. just all natural. But she's also Trini, Trini girl, and not have it naturally, but I guess she won't. But it works still, you know? That's the irony, you know, because that's how she busts, you know? Yeah. That's how yeah, she busts. 100%. That's how yeah. she busts, so... I mean, coming back to bite her in the ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do you think about this new wave? Because I, I was recently in New York. Yeah. And you know, you look at a lot of these music videos and you're looking at these girls and these girls are like, at first it's just like, rad, that is mad. But when you start to look at it for longer than five seconds and the dimensions don't make sense, <laughs> like your bum can't be that big. You can't, you can't have been born yeah, like the ratio, that. The ratio, the ratio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay. But if you're, if you're kind of going down that path of doing the strip club thing and trying to be the video girl, yeah, you, you, your body needs to be pow. Yeah. But I don't know. For me, it's now it's just getting to that point where it's just like, mm, I is think it a bit much. But you know, what's funny enough, I think that's an issue more for like, America say you know, in Europe in general most of the girls them say them them have bad, like generally big bodies. It might not be big ass but mm. you know them have them thick, you know what I mean? No, like, it's, it's becoming more like they're yeah. getting they're getting the, the surgery. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, the surgery. Yeah, they're getting it because okay. like yeah. I think they find I think where do they fly to? It's like Bulgaria or one of them it's Eastern oh, European. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you they you they to, yeah, them yeah. Eastern yeah. European countries. Suck out the fat. It's cheap. It's like fifteen hundred pounds or something. And they just move it around wherever you want it. I don't really have a problem with it. You know, you don't have a problem. I feel like if you're like if you're if you're not happy with what you have. And you want to enhance it, like I don't feel like we'd be having this conversation about fake breasts, we, and it's the same thing. I'm not a fake breast fan, though. No, I'm not saying that you are, but I'm just saying like that's just been that's just so normal that no one cares anymore. Like, oh, she's got implants. Whereas the bottom, just because it's a bit different, we we're not used to. No, the problem is, but it look away. The thing is that it look fake. That's <laughs> the problem. It look fake. Yeah, it's not. It don't look natural. What if it? Oh, you, yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah. Hey, basically, yeah, yeah, we've been a, talking. It, it, we've been talking. You said that we could go for time as well. Hey, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Yeah, man. Respect, man. Respect. When, when is the when is the music coming out that we can we can check out? Um, yeah. So the EP is out now. It's called Better Must Come. Wicked. It's online. Um, it's five tracks. Um, 
roots reggae, acoustic and dancehall. Very, very nice vibe. It's just an introduction to bass and the type of music that I'm doing. And I'm working on the album as well. And the tour kicks off this Saturday in Europe, you know, yeah. in Wuppertal, in Germany. The first solo tour basis. So. Wow. Yeah. Bad thing. Yeah, when yeah. you coming, when you, when you, when you, over the UK? Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe, hopefully, for, for Carnival. Yeah. Think, yeah. I think that would have been the right, right time. That would be the vibe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I love Germany as well. Like, I was in Germany... Where, where I'm you place, Berlin, I'm a place. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, man. Yeah, it's hard. Family like, dance. They love dancing in, in, in Germany. I swear they got yeah. the biggest reggae festival in it's Europe. like Cologne. Yeah, so much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Okay. Basically, it's, a, it's been a pleasure, brother. Ah, uh, respect, so man. Much. Bless up. Respect. It has been. Sir? Big up. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I just want them to know for finding basic music. You don't know social media, but for plug that, BAYC music. All of the platforms. Want Alright, respect, bro. Nice meeting you, man. Thank you so much. Nice meeting you too, sir. Nice meeting you. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. The way this place stinks of weed. Right now, once I finish here, I need to go Mayfair to cut couple man at the Mayfair Hotel. I cannot walk into the Mayfair Hotel smelling of Kingston, Jamaica. Oh my God. And they're going to think, yes, you, look at you with your dreads. I've got on like... Some orange hooded top They're going to think Yeah You little bum buckler Red, gold and green And all of that Smelling of weed This can't work What is going on? I apologise for my lateness Anyway Been stuck at the barbershop Grafting and all of that So it's only me and Ace In the building today What um What do I need to get off of my chest? Hmm It's called this Damon Corner I've got a little gripe Uber drivers You're starting to piss me off Can't even lie You are starting to piss me off I'm driving over Blackfriars Bridge the other day And if you're familiar with London You know that all the roadworks and all that Has been going around Blackfriars and Farringdon Driving over Blackfriars Bridge Toyota Prius just stops In the road And someone jumps in like an Uber driver just stopped on the bridge and let a man in. Like, really? Like, you Uber drivers, you're actually pissing me off. I had to get an Uber today. And it's not even a stereotype. It was an African dude. African driver driving down Crouch End. This guy is driving like he's forgotten I'm in the car. He's just driving slow. He's looking at the window. He's looking at Gyal at the bus stop. And it, start, it kind of goes into two lanes. We need to go around to the right. My man's in the left lane. I'm looking at the sat-nav. The sat-nav is telling him to go around to the right. I'm about to tell the man, rude boy, we need to go around to the right. Ah, oh, yes, boss, don't worry. What? Then we've gone around to the right, got to the destination. This guy had the nerve to turn around with the biggest, cheesiest grin and tell me it's all about the ratings. <laughs> like, it's all about the ratings. Give me five stars. Yeah. Where's this come from? I told him yes. I I think I gave him one star. That's a liberty. Do you know they they rate you as well? Do they? Yeah. Did you you not know that? 
They rate me. They rate you as well. They gotta rate me, blood. No, but you, I, you know, like sometimes you might get because there's been times when I feel like Ubers just don't want to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like when you go, when you log into the app here, and yeah. you can see all the cars around you, and then you you think, and then they just disappear, and they just disappear, and then it starts talking about nine like, minutes. I feel that. like that's because I've got low ratings. But why Why would you have low ratings? Because, like, sometimes I eat in the back of Ubers, my kids are noisy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I might yeah, leave yeah. a me- local mess in the back of the Uber. Are you a tramp? Yes, that, I, reckon a tramp. That's, I reckon I've got low ratings because of that. Ha- can you check your ratings? No. There you, must be a They way. don't even tell you that you get ratings, but you get rated. Really? Yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, listen, I wanted to show you this before. What, anyway, what happened with the Uber, anyway? I think Dave heard it. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, Uber drivers are getting on my nerves. Like, not even Uber drivers anymore, because at first it was Uber drivers. Anyone that drives a Toyota Prius, you're a prick. Like, you're an actual prick. Because, you know, I've clocked with them as well. And listeners, have a think about this. If you've ever been behind a, a, a Toyota Prius driver, have you noticed that they drive off so slow, so they don't use no petrol? They're letting the electric thing kick in. They, fam, super slow, you know, like, obviously, I know you got the hybrid thing, drive the thing in it. Like, nah, anyone that drives a Prius, you're actually a dickhead. Um, have you seen this? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this. Now, do you know what, though? Before we, before we talk about this, yeah, I have a feeling that this is a hoax. Do you know, right, do you know why I thought that? All right, let's just tell me what we're going to Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I thought it was a hoax, but, <laughs> but describe it. We're going right. to, Ace, upload right. this to the, cut the chat Instagram right now. All right, so basically, right now. a, um, now. there's a bit, I think Damon's high, by the way. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's a Range Rover Sport, yeah? A white. A white Range Rover Sport. White. P- parked outside Harrods in central London. Uh, that has red spray paint on it that says words to the effect of I hope she was worth it Cheetah is on the side I can't really make out what's on the back of it but it's been spray painted so it basically looks like a scorned woman who's yeah. been cheated on by her man uh, has I- gone to gone ham on his car and just spray painted all this profanity and stuff over his car what do you think? Do you Right do you know I've seen this stuff before yeah I've seen it maybe about a year ago and it was um it was scratched into the car i've seen stuff now i'm looking at i'm i'm, I'm looking at the, the the video yeah now the thing is the reason i don't believe this is because the spray is so neat yeah there's no drips there's, you know, yeah, there's, there's yeah, no you're drips. right. There's not there's that's, no drip. That's a first From, thing. And I'm a bit like, yeah, I've had a little bad error when I was spray painting walls and stuff. Yeah, and you can't do it yeah. that neat. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at this, and, and obviously this car is conveniently parked somewhere. The video that I'm looking at, there's so many people swarming this car, taking photos. It's a it's a it's a 16 plate white range. To me, it wouldn't surprise me that it's by the company who designed this Range Rover because they've taken a Range Rover and you know you have those, those companies that that um, that what's the word that I'm looking for um, that pimp cars yeah. that's not the word I'm looking for but they pimp cars and this company is called Revere I think they're called you have, you've got companies called Khan and whatever else that do it and it's just oh, I like I didn't even notice that it said Revere on a yeah now look at it and yeah, you see how the, yeah, yeah. You, you seen the video yeah, and it's just constant. Yeah. It's, it's on that, and it's just like, well, I don't know if that's a good advert. I don't know if it's a marketing thing, but you know, 
this happened in the middle of the day on possibly one of the hottest days of the year so far. And no one saw and it. And no one's seen who's done it. Do you know what I mean? I remember, uh, uh, I think last year, a woman put up her boyfriend's bank card. No way. Yeah, put the front of the bank card up and then put the, the security card number, the three-digit code up yeah. as well. And put said, yeah. On, his, on, 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 on social on media. On social media. <laughs> and said, yeah. Just Go caught in. him cheating. Have fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see that? Them kind of thing there? Yeah. Yeah. This just seems a bit too... Do you know what it is, though? Do you know why it's, like, believable? It's because women would do this. Like, I, like, and I, I'm sorry. I know we're going to get comments in that, yeah? Seven out of ten women would do this. I right, say so Really? I think seven out of ten is a high, is a high percentage. Really? I would say about three out of ten women... No. I'm going to say four out of ten women... Would do this if you had a white if you had a white car, yeah. And I'm not talking about just you've cheated once. I'm talking about if you've absolutely taken the piss. I'm talking about you've banged her sister on your bed, <laughs> like, and like, do you know what I'm saying? Bareback, <laughs> like, a woman. You can drive a woman to do this, fam. Beyonce just made a whole album about being cheated on. You think that someone wouldn't go to get some spray paint and, co- and cover up a, a man's car? See, the thing is, yeah. Women would do this. You see, the, the, the thing is, yeah. Like, what did I see the other day? See, there was one that was on a program. And it wasn't a cheater thing. I, th- I can't remember what country it was. But they was fed up of people parking in disabled parking spaces. Yeah. So... I think a group of people waited for a car to park in a disabled parking space and covered the car with sticky notes. <laughs> like covered the whole car with sticky notes. And then they, I think they used yellow, they, no, they used blue sticky notes and then they, they made the disabled wheelchair sign in the white sticky notes. Hilarious. Yeah, see when the, the driver come back and it's sticky notes, like it didn't come off easily fam. <laughs> Then he was vexed. Then he tried to get in the car and drive off. But obviously you can't see nothing in it because yeah. your windscreen's covered in sticky notes. <laughs> then he tried to turn on the windscreen wipers. That done nothing. It was mad. <laughs> it was absolutely fire. Yeah. I just don't know if, I mean, with girls... Bruv, you've never had someone do, like, uh, not, no, nothing. not to you yet. No, nothing. But you've never had, you, you haven't had a customer say, nah, she did this vindictively, like... Oh yeah, 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 something yeah, yeah. super vindictive. Like, definitely, I've heard about people where, like, uh, conveniently the iPad smashed or the laptop's yeah, gone missing. Definitely, or like, you know, what I'm saying, you come out of the house and you, <laughs> or you come out of the studio and your your back win- mirror window smashed. You're or something. a dickhead. No, just, <laughs> you're, no, you're actually a dickhead. <laughs> you're actually a. Prick. Not to say that that was. Not to say that that, was, that happened to you, but like, I'm trying to say, like, yeah. I know I, I've got a friend, female friend actually, who. Can't, and the thing is, you know what the worst thing is? You can't prove that it's that, that person. See, you can just think about thing. it. You can't prove. She had a hole in her window and then she's like, yeah, it was blatantly this person. I'm like, how do you know? She's like, I just know. And you can't prove it. Yeah, but you just You actually know just can't it. prove it. Yeah, but you just know, innit? You just know, innit? You just... You can't do shit. You just know. And the thing is, you can retaliate and then it will just escalate and escalate and escalate. Who's that, who, who's that woman that... that made that song what bust your windows yeah who is Jasmine that? Sullivan Jasmine Sullivan I bust the windows you're out of a car. dickhead <laughs> nah Jasmine Sullivan you're, Jasmine Sullivan no, but again you don't know if the guy took the absolute piss 
Let me tell you a story. Go on. Oh, how can I word this without baiting up people? So this sparked a little debate in the barbershop the other day. So as you quite rightly said, woman has, woman has come home and caught her man cheating yeah. in the bed. Caught red-handed in her bed. Bosh, red-handed. It's all gone pear-shaped. They split up. Now, this woman goes and gets a, a new boyfriend. Brings a new boyfriend to the barbershop. Ask the, the, the ex-boyfriend, the, who's the barber, yeah. to cut the new boyfriend's hair. What? <laughs> wait, now, now, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, run around again. Who cheated? The, 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 the man so cheated. The, so, basically... So, so, the man was the barber then? Yeah, so the barber cheated. Oh, uh, the barber cheated, and so then she got a new boyfriend. Brought, brought the, the new, new boyfriend, boyfriend to the, to the, house to the barber and, shop. And said, can you cut, cut his hair? Yeah. Now, the barber cut the guy's hair. Yeah. But just put a patch down the middle. <laughs> 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 Clean. It's not his fault though. Clean. That's not his fault. Down though. the middle of it, and then it's all popped off. All popped off in the shop. All popped off. Bro, did this happen in DNO? No, no, you're oh, mad. I'm good to see. Wait, wait so I've had that though before. What? I've I've had that. I've, I've, I've no. I've I've had. I was seeing a woman. Yeah. It's gone pear-shaped, but it didn't really go pear-shaped. You see me, yeah? You see, once I'm done with you, I just stop talking to you. Yeah. And I don't... I, sorry, that sounded so rude. I don't mean it like that. But you see things go pear-shaped to the point where we're not talking no more. Then then I'm not answering your phone. I'm not entertaining none of your foolishness because we're over for a reason. Mm. This woman thought that she would get to me by bringing... Her new man. Her to new shop. man to the barbershop. Yeah. I just found it hilarious. You do guys there? No. Someone else cut his hair. I think so. Now, I don't did, even, she, that, did she try and get you to cut his hair though? No, but she just landed like to say, yeah, this is my I'm life. with my man now. Did he know that okay. he was the ex? Well, it was, it was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. So he must have. And I just felt sorry for him. Cause he's like, you well, he's a don't dickhead, know what's then. going he's a, on. He's a dickhead for coming. But he probably didn't even know what was going on. No, but if he knew that you was, if he knows you're the ex, why is he going but to he, the I don't know if he did. I think oh, it okay. was just, it was just you scornful women just yeah, brought yeah, this yeah. guy to try and stump yeah. on man. You can't stump on me. You crazy? You know who I am? <laughs> Are you nuts? No, but why did my man put a patch in the next man's hair though? Because out of just vexation, <laughs> out of out of vexation. So what what happened? It actually it all, it all popped off. Um, but then we had a conversation in the barbershop about well who was wrong, and a couple of the man them in the barbershop was like, nah, the woman's it's a liberty. Why you why you bringing beef to where the man works? Yeah. My attitude was fam. You went and slept with a girl in her bed. <laughs> her bed. So you think after she's done that, anything goes like there's no... After anyone. you bring a next thing in your girl's bed yeah. and be it in your girl's bed, yeah. it's no holds barred, fam. <laughs> no holds barred. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something now, yeah? You see if I'm seeing uh, I somebody. I just remember the most vindictive shit. Right, go you see if I'm seeing someone, yeah? Yeah. And I come home and catch you red-handed in my bed. I'm going to tell you something now. I'm going to make it my mission to sleep with as many people as I can in your mum's bed. In your mum's bed. And I'm going to take pictures. Mum's bed. <laughs> Do you know what the deep thing is? All right, so I, got, I know someone. I don't think it's... I hope they don't listen to this because I'm so <laughs> fucked up that I'm putting that out there. Alright, so 
a guy I know, yeah, dealing with this girl. This is like when they went like late teens, so they're like 19, 20 or whatever, yeah. But she's got like a super strict dad. Like she's not allowed to have no boyfriend or nothing. Like yeah. she's supposed to be in the house at a certain time. Like super African strict dad. Like yeah. you're not like you're not you're not supposed to have any Nothing. dealings with any guys or whatnot, yeah. So basically, my boy has found out that she's cheated. Okay. Yeah? So he's like, ah, oh, so you've cheated, yeah? Alright, cool. <laughs> so he's called the dad. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He's called the dad and said, yo, I've been sleeping with your daughter. What are you going to do about it? And he, the dad was like, the dad was so confident, was like, you're trying, you're trying, you didn't say you're trying shit, but he said, I don't believe you. you you're lying, whatever. He goes, all right, so you've got a picture of yourself oh. above your, in your room, like talking about man's room, you know, saying oh. on your side cabinet, you got this picture. Oh. So it was like in his bed. Ah, uh, man exposed it like that. Then he phoned the girl and was like, all right, he goes, I've just called your dad, by the way. When you go home, you'll have something really exciting to do. To do. And she just broke down. Wow. Didn't go home for like two days or some shit. Wow. So guys can be vindictive. But I get it though, I get it. Yeah, guys can no, be No, I get it, I get it. Because it doesn't ma- You see, this whole love thing goes both ways. People just think, ah... Uh, well, you know, men are moving like this. If a man gets cheated on, it doesn't matter. Blood, blood it does matter. It blood clot hurts, fam. For real, real talk. It hurts like a motherfucker. And I get it. Like, women are emotional. So their reaction is going to be an emotional reaction. My reaction is going to be calculated. If I do react. You understand? If I, if I do react, it's going to be a calculated reaction. You know, but... I don't, I don't, I don't play that spiteful game. I let people know from early doors. You see my things, I paid for the minute. <laughs> you put your hand on them because something's gone wrong. It's gonna be peak. Like I don't, I don't play that game. And 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 I'm not even gonna touch wood because I don't even believe in all of that kind of touch wood stuff. But up until now, no one's really messed with me like that. Do you know what I mean? No, one's, no one's really. But then again, I suppose it, it's a reflection of your behaviour as well. Do you know what I mean? I can imagine Femi is vindictive. Whoa, Femi? Yeah. You think? I feel like Femi's a kind of... <laughs> I feel like, God forbid, because I don't think this would ever happen, because I think Femi's got a lovely wife and family. But if Femi was to ever get cheated on, he would, like, make a film about her. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure it went to cinema. Like. Must <laughs> a film! He would make a whole two-and-a-half-hour movie, like, about... About the girl that cheated on him. Wow, I don't know. You know what? Actually, no. It's, Fem, no do you know what's funny? Femi's not. Actually, like, Femi's one of the people you don't know how he's gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Femi. So he might just say fuck it, or he might go mad. See, the thing is, f- yeah, because Femi, Femi, Femi has a few quotes, yeah, <laughs> and Femi's got two in particular. If you're yeah. ever having a conversation with Femi. And it's not going Femi's way. <laughs> yeah. And this has happened so many times in Cut the Chat meetings. Oh, my goodness. If you're having a conversation with Femi and it's not going Femi's way, Femi will just turn around and say, well, you know what? I don't care. I've got a wife and kids. I don't need to be here. <laughs> that is his favourite What do you line? say to man you that can't like... Even, you can't, the thing is, it's the best line. Yeah, you can't... Because you can't argue it. Because that just shuts you down. That just lets you so, know... Okay, cool. 
Femi doesn't care. Femi actually doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's like, I'm going home to my wife and kids, man. That's what he says all the yeah. time. Well, I, I, I don't even care. I'm going home to my wife and kids. <laughs> and then the other day he was in the barbershop and he, he was he was having a conversation with um, my sister's fiance, Junior. Shout out to Junior. Just made his, his first feature film. Um, and Femi was giving him like mad advice about how to get your film out there. Is it worth doing festivals? Blah, blah, blah. Like film festivals and that distribution this and that and that so Femi's talking to this guy for about an hour mm. you see at the end of it Femi was like well you know what like I'm gonna send you some stuff on email like we've had this conversation now ring me if you want to talk anymore but you don't need to take my advice <laughs> just, after, just, after you just giving him an yeah, hour's worth of advice and then just buttoned up his coat like, <laughs> Femi what <laughs> And then I've like said to him, Martin, he goes, well, who am I? You don't need to take my advice. That's so I'm like, oh, Femi, come on, blood. Femi, Femi is a very interesting character. He is, blood. You don't really know. And I feel like if it happened to Lee, Lee would just go missing. If it happened, what, if he caught red-handed? Yeah. Um, I feel like we wouldn't see Lee for about three months. Yeah, but Lee's light-skinned. That's how them light-skinned <laughs> move, isn't it? <laughs> Like Drake, Drake will make, yeah. make an album about it. Yeah, you see when that man are on top of the world? Hilarious. That man are bright. That man are in your face. <laughs> see when it's peak? That man are, Invisible. That man are going missing. All right, that's it, man. We're about an hour now, aren't we? Uh, big massive shout out to Basie again from TOK. Yeah. Michael. Yes, yes, my yes, dog. yes, yes. Um, I apologise for my, for, my, for my lateness. Well, at least you came. Yeah. Yeah. You know I haven't missed a single cut in the chat. No, have I. But I, event. I have to hit the red button on everything. That's you fine. have missed how can I have missed, I haven't missed no podcast I said event oh, okay. I didn't say podcast I haven't missed no podcast event. true but at Birmingham you're up next man Glee Club on uh, 26th of May eventbright.co.uk yeah um, I just had the phone call we got the sickest venue for Manchester and we're throwing out after party in Manchester <laughs> myself DJ Stylist is going to DJ oh, it's popping up Manchester is going to be the oh, wow so yeah but Birmingham you're up next uh, Glee Club on the 26th of May uh, get your tickets at eventbrite.co.uk Daps on the map and Despa are going to be our guests and we've got some very interesting guests that we're trying to lock down for Manchester we'll say more as I said already last week we're giving away cash prizes okay. and <laughs> Damon's uh, giving away cash prizes giveaways <laughs> we're giving away some, some real giveaways it's going to be an amazing show we're producing it now. It's yeah. going to be an absolute shutdown. Also, follow me on Instagram. And, yeah, follow me on Instagram. I don't know. I'm, yeah, follow me well, on Instagram. Like my pictures. All that stuff. All of that. Follow yeah. us. Yeah. Re- retweet anything to do with Cut the Chat, this tour. Let's make it pop off. 100%. Yes. Support UK. Support Damon. Support Sexy Wench Dread. <clears throat> I'm here, people. All right, Listen. Get your tickets, eventbride.co.uk, cutthechat.com, subscribe, rate, comment, all that good stuff. Till next week, it will be all of us next week, or whoever doesn't turn up is sacked. <laughs> <So later. Done. laughs>